barely even recognize me with this new voice of mine. Oh my god, I'm not used to you I being sh- sick. I should just all of a sudden do like, what are they, 900 numbers? Yeah. <laughs> Because I feel like I could turn this into it. It's not sexy when I'm not trying, <laughs> but if I try, I think I could turn this into a sexy voice. Episode 285 is starting out with some sexy tones from Sarah. Brought to you by Sudafed. No, just kidding. But if Sudafed wants to sponsor us, I'm available. <laughs> do you? Do they even have those phone numbers you can call for like sexy talk? Is that even a thing anymore? No. I don't, it's got a no way. There's no chance. Because who would even bother? I, I, when, when I was young and curious, I definitely called one of those numbers. Once. What'd you do on there? What? I was like 11. Oh. Nothing. I hung up. I freaked <laughs> out. I was like, whoa. I would, I bet you there's a lot of their clever efforts at keeping you on the line. Oh, I'm sure. Cause that's, a, I feel like I'd be good at that job. Yeah. That's what I mean. I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> between this and that right i mean basically we just offer it filling air (laughs) we're at offering it at a discounted rate free right free oh my god you you don't have to dial anything why do you think you're sick um you know like just probably something in the air virus maybe it was just like crazy new year's shenanigans it was no oh my god you know what i landon was in bed by like 9 30 <laughs> and i like made myself stay up to watch the ball drop but it was awful yeah they did not look t- like they were having fun they were having no fun and you know what i told landon because he was up for a little bit of it and saw some of it and he was like this they're bad yeah like, yeah see that see how terrible that that's how difficult it is to be be live and to like just you know be funny and make sure everything goes like it's like very hard and nobody did it well and i was like embarrassed for them was whenever what didn't go well i know it was raining and disgusting but why wasn't the banter funny and stuff it seemed like everybody was kind of on a different page they really need to get people who are friends yeah it just seems like it's like nobody ever sees each other until five minutes they go on the, before they go on the air. Yeah. And then people are all telling their own inside jokes that nobody else is like getting, it seems. And then they set up these bits, like one that I saw right before the ball dropped. And I just tuned in and then to, I think I watched like a home improvement show or something like that <laughs> between the hours of like 10 p.m. and like 11.58. Right. <laughs> um, but I tuned in at the end to see the the like right before the ball drops and um what's her name leslie jones was doing this bit where there's a mannequin dressed up like her and there are three eligible bachelors who are all supposed to give her mannequin like a sample midnight kiss she's basically auditioning them for who's going to give her a a kiss at midnight based on how they kiss the mannequin oh and one of them so it's like it that sounds like a good to be a good idea mm-hmm. right yeah. well they pull they pulled three people they didn't th- the vetting process yeah wasn't good enough and they pull these schmucks off the street <laughs> who schmucks. one of them kiss it like kisses her on the cheek and she's like that's how you kiss your grandmother that's awful get out of here and then the next one gets all pervy with her and then somebody else from production like has to pull him away okay it that's was awkward weird. and then the last guy looked like well how am i what the, i don't know what a middle ground is now you know like he just didn't look like you know what to do so she's like you know who i give the award to the mannequin and it was just like a failed <laughs> bit and like she tried as hard as she could but i'm like this is a 
no, no, no. This needs to be way more produced. You can't just be lo- – there are too many people watching to just be fl- – this yeah, is MTV. Yeah, the stakes are too high. Right. What you're doing is like, like you know, TRL-style stuff, Carson. Don't you think it's bonkers that a lot of those people in Times Square are wearing diapers the whole time? Oh, I think it's bonkers that there are that they're in Times Square. End of statement. <laughs> the end. Diaper the end. or no diaper. Doesn't matter. <laughs> that part is incidental to you. Are you in New York? <laughs> That's it. You're insane. So you just think the act of being in Times Square on any day <gasps> is nuts. That is my own. You know what? That's my own personal health. No. Yeah, that is. A, it, it's a nightmare. Oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> where everybody's thinking that they're going to see a celebrity, and then I'm like Z-list Sarah out yeah. there, and it's raining, and it's cold, and you know how I feel about that, <laughs> and there are people, yeah, and we're waiting for something that, like, yeah, it's like, you know. You're like a step above the naked cowboy in terms of celebrity exactly that's what i'm saying here so and they they're dying to take a picture with him so imagine what i would be like you should charge he sure does oh that's a good point we should be like those characters that dress up and get five bucks for a picture yeah i mean not like man they always look like back alley (laughs) yeah they're the poor man's version oh my god i mean is there let me ask you this since we're yeah, on the subject of madness, <laughs> yeah. is there anything for which you would be willing to wear a diaper? <laughs> oh, let me think. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I will answer uh-huh, this. Uh-huh. If I, if it were one of those contests, okay, where you no, but I wouldn't enter to begin. Yeah, with. but like, yeah, I would be like no, because I don't like if somehow I ended up. With a fighting chance at like, I don't know, a million dollars. And it was like, you have to stay touching this car or whatever. You know, like one of those kind of radio shows. I mean, I would just pee my pants. I don't care. Yeah, but like. But if they offered me a diaper, I would wear it. But I'd take it. It's the the, the number one seems like not a problem. Yeah, who cares? The number two? Yeah, there is no circumstance. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. You remember that guy we talked about on a previous podcast who swallowed drugs and then didn't go for twenty something yeah. days? I will be beating his record before I go. You said it. In a Forget diaper. it. I'll clench. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> well, uh, I have absolutely no transition for this besides the fact that it is the new year and I want to encourage you guys to try meditation. That's what I tried yes. last year. And I really want you to download the Meditation Studio app because it's very helpful. It is one of Apple's 10 best apps of the year. Um, they have guided meditations for whatever your needs are. And they're short ones and long ones and ones that'll help you get to sleep and things like that. It's like having a little life coach in your pocket and uh, just download the app and then you can use the guided meditations to help you with whatever has got you 
worked up in your life, subscribe to Meditation Studio and you'll get unlimited access to more than 500 original guided meditations by more than 40 leading experts, the absolute best in the biz. The meditations will inspire you. They'll help you to face everyday challenges from stress to sleep to boosting your happiness and confidence, maybe even your sex life. It might just be the perfect time to start meditating or make it more a part of your everyday life. It's easy once you get started with the Starter Series 10-Day Kickstarter program, and then check out all the other great guided meditations. Head to the App Store and get started today Today with a seven-day free trial. That's a great uh, New Year's resolution for you guys. Yeah. Maybe you could do that, and maybe you won't be sick as long. Can that work? I have that. <laughs> really? And it unfortunately is not doing anything to cure <laughs> my sinus infection. It helps you pass the time, However, though. it does. Mm. And they have a make-your-own one where you can like customize yes. your own sounds, and I like That's that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, did, so you didn't, do you have any, uh, 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 you know, like now we, I feel like last time I shared a lot of my resolution stuff, uh-huh. but we did not talk a lot about yours. Okay. Except for the meditation. Thing. So last year I went overboard because I had like a million oh. things I wanted to do. So this year yeah. I was like, I'm going to keep it more general. So oh. I am deeming this the year oh. of more <laughs> music. Oh my God. I love that. Yay. More music in this house. That is such a good one. Thank you. Because you don't even ever feel like you failed. Yeah. (laughs) You're just like, oh, I know. I'll just go turn on some music. Yes. I, this is so good. I know that music makes me happy. It brings me joy and peace and it gets me excited. So I was like, why don't I just make it more music? And so that's what I've been doing. I've been playing my banjo every day and... Oh my gosh. Suze, this really fits in line with my um, uh, uh, new interest in learning how to play the ukulele. Yeah. Have you gotten one? No, not yet, but I'm going to get on that. I really think you'll enjoy that. I was holding out to see if Santa was going to bring one. He brought a lot of their good stuff, but no, the ukulele. Oh, were you happy with your haul? Like, oh, yes, super. Oh, really? Yeah, it was great. Okay. The only problem is that some stuff showed up late, but that was kind of like getting two Christmases in one. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Or actually like three because one of them still hasn't showed up. So I should say, because I was in um, Chicago over Christmas, that I was I had a, the Brain Candy meetup in Chicago. And yeah, Sarah, we have the best yes. fans in the world. I know. the In the universe. They are like quality, funny, smart laid back Tell people. me all about them. Well, they, they was Tell just, me. there were uh, several men, which I was surprised oh, about. Love that. <laughs> there was a guy named Ron and I was like, Ron, did you get dragged here? And he's like, no, I dragged my wife. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, Ron. Shout out to Ron. <laughs> and he says, he tells his wife like trivia that we teach him. And he's always like, did oh you God, know that? that blah, blah, blah. Um, and there were, uh, doctors and teachers and I'm always impressed with the, <laughs> yeah. Just like the conversations, the jobs, the, everybody's so interesting. They are. One of them, it's so actually fun. two of them, went had to leave a bit early because they were going to see Hamilton. And I was like, of course you're going oh, to see Hamilton. Makes sense. That's a good day. Right. It was really I mean, fun. they're living life. Mm-hmm. They Get they it. had a little uh, pre, pre-theater drink with us, and then they went off to a show. So fun. But it was just such a nice experience and it was very festive because of the holidays, but it was everyone was just chilled out and talking to each other and making friends and then Tori came and it was really, really, mm. really cool. 
Oh my goodness. Well, I'm jealous. I know. We need to do more of those though. That was really fun. Maybe you could have the, like the one I went to. your own um during your cross country trip. <laughs> like in yeah, some I'll weird just, town. Yeah, I'll just stop like Meet me in the middle of that weird highway between <laughs> Yosemite and Zion. That would be so awesome. Just There's like see. a 22-hour stretch of like nothing, so I'm going to need some company. And by when then, I, I'll probably be pretty good at the ukulele, so bring your instruments. When I went on a cross-country trip with Tim Beggy, um, who I was mm-hmm. dating at the time, he said that his policy was you have to drive through Kansas naked because it's so boring. Well, oh my God. That's so funny. And did you? Um, we didn't go through Kansas, thankfully. Oh my God. But I mean, I almost feel like, isn't Kansas one of those like long in my mind? It's like long. And flat. What shape is Kansas? It's a, tr- a rectangle and it's just flat. Nothing. It's a rectangle. Yeah. It almost like I would, I would be okay to drive like North, South because it's not as long, but East, West. <laughs> Twice the distance. That's a long okay. drive, so you got to make it interesting. Take your pants off. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> what if it's like the only state where that's legal? Because you know how like states have like weird rules yeah. about that shit. It's like right. Kansas, me allowed. You know how, you, like you're saying those those weird laws. Like, do you believe that yeah. those really exist? Uh, do, do I believe they exist? Yes. Do I believe they're enforced? Oh hell no! Why don't they get rid of them then? Just like why bother? Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Why don't they get rid of them? Yeah. Is it like a process to get rid of a law? I guess so. What if you have to vote for it? <laughs> right. What do they call those? Referendums or something? Oh, my God. And then it like reminds people <laughs> and they're right. like, oh, yeah, that shit. We don't like we don't like that anymore in this county. So uh, we're going to start enforcing that. Now you uh, can't have sex with your wife, um, any position besides missionary on every other Tuesday. You're so right. They don't want to bring it up. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, shh, don't tell. Everybody's just fine. Well, I'm probably breaking a ton of laws. I don't even know. And I'm a rule follower. Shit, I better look into that. Or maybe not. <laughs> or maybe not. I will. I did uh, read an article. This is sort of along the same lines. This was sent to us. I think it was by Brittany. It was a device that you can put on your phone mm-hmm. that it's, I guess, I don't know, you'd call it like a holster or something. But it, you're supposed to kiss it and then the person on the other end of the phone can feel your kiss. Oh my God. I've heard of this. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's like an E. have totally heard. I like, I, I heard about the idea. I didn't know it actually was manufactured. Yeah. And it's like this weird kind of rubber plastic design where you like kiss the, the pad feels so realistic. But you know how there's, there's always BM all over your phone. <gasps> Ew! Oh my God, Suze, you're so right. You should not be kissing your phone. You okay? You said it, sister. <laughs> you said it. No bueno. Right? I mean, at first I was like, "Well, that's, that's weird. Problem. I'm not into that." But then I just started thinking about the fecal matter, and that was what sealed oh the God. deal. <laughs> I did not even think about that. Of course, that's the issue. But like, how is there that big of a market for this? How many long distance relationships are there? Uh, well, is it the long distance relationships? I was thinking about this the other day. Like, you know, I, like how if you don't see anybody for a while, mm-hmm. you don't give anybody a hug or anything like that. How yeah. like isolation really will make you sad. Yeah. And then I was thinking about those places in Japan where you can like pay to go cuddle with somebody yeah. and like lay down with somebody. Mm-hmm. 
And I was thinking, okay, well, that's really nice. Maybe, like, maybe, so maybe it's that. It's just that they need, it's not that, you know, we can go without it, or we couldn't go without it, but having, being with it makes you feel a little better. But I think I'd like a nice hug before a <laughs> BM kiss. BM. Can we invent some, some robot arms? <laughs> that's a good, well, they do have those dolls. I guess that's what that's for. Kind of, but they're not very realistic. You know those like, like a robot mannequin yeah. type blow up. Oh I don't know what they God, are. yeah, I do know because there's a guy <laughs> who lives near us who f- frequents the movie theater with his girlfriend doll. Oh, we saw her. We weren't supposed to yes, shame. We, we got people telling us not to shame him, so I'm not going to bring it up. We weren't shaming him. We were just bringing attention to an alternative oh, lifestyle romance. <laughs> Because he was clearly not ashamed of it, and we're not ashamed to talk about it. Yeah, we love love. There you go. And in fact, yeah. we also love third love, bras. Oh, we do- oh my God, we love I'm it. I'm wearing mine and now. they were right about my bras. If I were wearing a bra right now, it would be third <laughs> I am wearing one, and it is third love. And um, the reason is because you can take this quiz online. It's like this fit finder. And it will tell you which of their 70 sizes that you are probably best suited for. And they even have half-size cups, which is like, why isn't everyone doing that? Um, Mm -hmm. And now they have different styles. They have the cotton collection. Um, I personally also really love their undies. Yeah. Like they're really beautiful and high quality and they also have a 100% fit guarantee on those bras so that's pretty awesome and they know that there's a perfect bra for everyone so right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order go to thirdlove.com slash brain now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase that's thirdlove.com slash brain for 15% off if there's something you should do in the new year it's like feel good about your boobs oh my gosh this is the perfect time to talk about this story that I've been saving for like a million years. <laughs> what could it be? I don't even know like why I've been saving it. It's just like it hasn't come up or I haven't. I read this very interesting article about why we have boobs. What is the reason? Susie, I knew you'd love this. Okay, so why do you think we have boobs? Well, I would have thought it was to breastfeed and that was it. Yeah, but here's the so like there are seven different theories on boobs and why we have them written of course by a man in like the 20th century like late 20th century I think he was when he wrote this. Um but so there were like a whole bunch of different theories that came out. And people are still like theorizing like why we have boobs, but every time you get to the end of one theory, there's something that like you can say, well well, what about this or what about that? So like your thing, oh, well, it's because we breastfeed. Yeah. Well, yeah, but so does every other mammal and they go, theirs go down. Why do ours stay? Wait a minute. They develop breasts and then they, once they have the baby and the baby's done breastfeeding, the gotcha. boobs go away. Gotcha. Dogs like don't have boobs their whole life. Teats. Okay. Right? Yeah. Go on. And then, so one of the other theories that was developed, which I think this sounds pretty practical, is uh, when we started standing upright, they were developed to make it so mothers can be more mobile, so Ooh. that mothers can hold their babies on their hips. Oh, I like that. I do too. I love that. So you could put your baby on your hip, and then you could put the baby on your boob, 
And if the boob's big enough, like, the baby can kind of, like, you know, reach around and grab it. It does feel like the female form is designed for, like, holding another human. Oh, my God. Uh, I love that. That's A, adorable, and B, very accurate. Yeah, and it also makes pretty, pretty bodies, but... I love that yeah. it's also for a purpose, perhaps. Well, it's interesting that you say pretty bodies because that's one of the other theories that this guy proposed. Oh. That I want to find out what year this was done. Oh, my God. It was way off. It was 1987. <laughs> I was 1887. <laughs> I definitely read that wrong when I was looking at it. I was like, wow, these are really advanced. <laughs> 1987. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, by this guy named Caro. So one of the other things he said is that they uh, act as like – you know, like honing beacons for men. Like, yeah. ooga, ooga, look at these. <laughs> ooga. Like, <laughs> it's the only noise that I think of when I think of bo- when you say boobs. That is the only thing that pops in my head. Just ooga, <laughs> ooga. I'm basically like a twelve year old boy in my mind. <laughs> I guess so. I guess we. I mean, they do attract fellas. I know that for sure. But and then, so then the other one that they say is like the most. Mm, that and Charles Darwin was the one I think who first proposed this. Is said that it was a sex symbol to replace the swollen rear ends of the apes. <gasps> no. As soon as we started standing up, the genital region became less obvious, so you couldn't see it and you couldn't tell when a woman was ovulating. But our boobs do grow. Yes, when we are ovulated. Ears so and mine right. grow like. Yeah. Yeah, yours like double. Well, cuz it's very obvious to tell between nothing and something. <laughs> big diff. <laughs> it's a big diff. So. So you think like everybody's grow like essentially the same amount, but your because oh. yours are small to begin with, it's like double oh. the size. That's a good question. I, I don't know. We need more input. Well, that was like kind of in my in my head in my mind. But I found this article in Business Insider, which is like a really weird place to have a bunch of convers- like an in-depth conversation about <laughs> boobs. And they had a video and it was one of those articles where it was like why are human breasts so big? Well, this doesn't explain it. This doesn't explain it. And then at the end, that's it. Like, it's another one of those where they're like, well, we don't really have an answer. And then they just switch into, well, let's take a closer look at the breast tissue and basically tell us that our boobs are killing us because we're the only animal that keeps around breast tissue. And breast tissue is one of the highest cancer producers. Oh, man, that's a drag. Yeah. So it went from like, why do we have boobs? Turns out nobody knows. Also, they're murdering you. Thanks, Business Insider. (laughs) Thanks, Business Insider. Thumbs up. Yeah. Wow, that is depressing. But they are super sexy, so at least we have that going on. At every single size. Yes, I agree with you. I can totally find something. And I even think boobs that are like, there's something adorable, cute, sexy about every single one. I totally agree. I'm a boob woman. Yeah. You got those big, round, huge nipples? Great, because you are like a sexy nature goddess. You have those teeny tiny pink ones. Mm-hmm. You are an adorable little pixie girl. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I'm on different boobs. On the same page. You know, the only kind that I haven't really been into is like those kind that are like 
the nipples look like a pencil eraser. Ooh. You know what I mean? Where it's, I, I, it's hard to describe. If you want a, a reference, I will never yeah. forget the first time I saw them, which was, what? do you remember that terrible reality show forever ago? It was like 20 years ago. Uh, who wants to marry a millionaire? Yes. And there was this guy a- named Rick something, and he was uh, supposedly a millionaire. Oh, my God, on a man? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm getting to it. And he picked a woman named Darva Conger, and they, oh, okay. I think they actually did get married and then, like, annulled or whatever. But she then couldn't figure out how to make the most of her fame because it was at a time when, like, people were mm-hmm. still trying to do that. <laughs> And mm-hmm. before a podcast, you mean? Well, it's like, yeah, basically, like after you okay. got famous, everyone knew who she was. Yeah. She was totally humiliated, yeah. but then, like, mm-hmm. couldn't go back mm-hmm. to her job as a nurse. So right. she right, right, posed right. for right. Playboy to make money. Of course. And I saw those boobs and I was like, huh, I've never seen nipples like that. Oh, I bet some I people know, would be I'd really be into, into it. it. Yeah, some people would be really into it. For me, it was like, ah, oh, those aren't my favorites. But still beautiful. Because yeah, I kind of like a nip. Yeah. Something for everybody. So, okay. Bring it on. I'm glad we've... That was fun. You know what? This, you know, what else looks like a boob is a Hershey kiss. And I have a story about a Hershey kisses. Oh, yeah, they actually do look like little boobs. Yes. Although less mm. so lately because like apparently there's this scandal with Hershey kisses where what? all the tips are like cut off of them. What? And they don't know why, or oh. they're not admitting they know why. And all these bakers on like Facebook, they have these private groups of bakers. Oh <laughs> my gosh! Okay, I know what I can imagine this because you need it to be that perfect shape. Yes, I get, I totally get this for those cookies at I, Christmas. Yeah. I, thumbprint with the kisses yeah. in the middle, and people yeah. were outraged. There are like a whole bunch of reasons. Mm-hmm. If they change the shape of the Milano cookie, I would have nothing to use as tombstones on my Halloween graveyard cake. I get it. Halloween graveyard cake. So I can see where the bakers are coming from. So let's, 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 let's take a deep dive. Yes. Get to the bottom of this. Explore why this could be. They reached out to Hershey's and they said, like, we're like, they were just sort of like, we're handling it, but they haven't said what the hell happened. So what would your theory be? Okay, I think that they, because I've noticed this, that sometimes (laughs) a little tip of the chocolate will get in the way of the chocolate being hygienically sealed or like closed all the way. You know, the foil? Okay. Like, that's true. They they kind of poke out. Yeah. So sometimes the chocolate gets like wrapped up in there and it causes it to open a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I never want that. Hershey's kiss mm. and sometimes there'll be that one in the bag and it'll make the rest of the bag dirty <laughs> so maybe they were noticing that they were losing money on bags where the little chocolate tips were getting in the way so their idea was to shorten the tips so that they wouldn't get in the way of that twist well it would be one thing if they shortened it so like thereby getting rid of some height but there's no point anymore they're flat top on yeah. these defective ones anyway I'm going to have to see this. Yeah, look that up. And then in the meantime, I will remind people that this is the time of year when you're probably assessing the damage you did with your credit cards and buying presents. Mm -hmm. And the holiday season is over. It's a brand new year. So don't be discouraged. You can get an amazing rate with Lightstream. It's a good New Year's resolution is to get your money in order. Um, 
And Lightstream is awesome because you get a lower your interest rate and save with a credit card consolidation loan. You get a rate as low as 6.14% APR with auto pay. You can save thousands in interest, which is awesome. You get the loan from $5,000 to $100,000 as soon as the day you apply. The application's online, and I, I looked at it myself. It's super easy. It's not intimidating. A lot of our listeners have written to us saying they did it, and they got a great rate and saved a bundle of money, so I love that. And now our listeners save even more with an additional interest rate. The only way to get the discount is to go to lightstream.com slash braincandy, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash braincandy. Subject to credit approval rate includes a 0.50 auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash braincandy for more information. Okay. Did you look, Sarah? That's unacceptable. I know. I'm outraged. I feel like I'm. I stand with the bakers. Yeah, me too. Because if if uh-huh. it were about saving chocolate, like you're maybe or making them not so tall, yeah. you could still get that point on the go. But why do they all seem broken? Mm-hmm. And who That's did the this? Part. What kind of monster <laughs> just wants to watch the world burn? <laughs> I'm not. I gotta be honest. I'm not a big fan of Hershey Kisses. Me neither. And and I've just like, you know, did a quick look at a New York Times article mm-hmm. on this right the second mm-hmm. that this just struck out. This seems insane to me that Hershey's receives 8,000 customer inquiries each month. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I read that too. That's insane. I love it. I love people. What the hell are people t- talking about? I love people that are passionate about weird stuff. Wow. But then it says only 2% were about the broken tips. So I am <laughs> dying calling about? to know what 98% of those calls Do you are think about. it's like a lot of people saying that they're melted? Hmm. Or what? What could it be? This foil is funky? You know what? I would say prank calls that say my M&Ms have W's on them. Oh, my God. Or is that Hershey's? No, that's Mars. Oh, okay. Or I would say... I feel like you made that prank call. Mm, I wouldn't have been the one to make it, but I would have definitely been giggling in the background. <laughs> you're the worst. You are great for that, though, where I'll be like, let me do this naughty thing. And you're like, yeah, do it. <laughs> definitely do it. And I'll, I will... If it, if it, yes, That's that is totally That's your whole it. personality. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So it would be W's. There's, there's other stupid reasons, like... Uh, um, <laughs> Oh no, that's still M and M's. I really I can't get anything past M and M. It's probably I, I, people I, I, like I, I you. I gotta know how many calls the M M&M and M companies get. <laughs> it's probably people like you calling and being like, "Um, the tip of my Hershey kiss was pointing out of the foil." Yes. I'm furious. Yes, that's probably it. I don't think these are sanitary anymore. <laughs> my bag got dirty. Yeah. Well, those are always the ones left. Like when I'm shopping at like. 10 30 at night at target and they're like in the leftover bin of the holiday Aww, stuff and that's so sad. they're like always that like one with the rogue open candy inside nobody wants it rogue. <laughs> god you're <laughs> funny we are just now what is this january we are just now getting making a dent in lincoln's halloween candy oh my god you, that's because i haven't been over there in a little bit <laughs> I did, or I should say I, I've been over there but haven't known the location of the candy. Yeah. 
We, I mean, we donated a lot of it because after the Halloween, you can donate to um, the troops. Oh, that's nice. But we still had so much. It's such a weird thing yeah. where you collect all this crap and then nobody even wants it. Especially those Same dud with the candies. holiday stuff. Yeah. It seems like everybody gave us candy. Yeah, but you got and good candy. And the last candy. thing we wanted was all this candy. What kind did you get? Mostly C's? Oh my God, good stuff. I got two boxes of C's. I got one box of um, the macadamia nuts from Hawaii. Oh, that's nice. And then like two boxes of those Danish cookies, mm. butter cookies, mm-hmm. which I do love. But then after you eat like three of them, I started thinking, do I just love this because of the tin box it comes in oh. that's good for storing ornaments? <laughs> Bring some of those over here tomorrow. Oh, I threw them all away. What's wrong with you? Suze, I got I We couldn't have that. I was eating everything. Bring it here. We're hungry. Uh, okay. I'll bring you some chocolate. Um, okay. I have a different... We're going in a different direction now. Please. Um, apparently, in 1974, due to the popularity of kung fu movies, New York oh. banned nunchucks. Did you know this? It seems like the right thing to do. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to say that. I don't see any situation occurring <laughs> in which I would like... Damn, if it weren't for that band of nunchucks. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Like, here's why I think it's so silly. But P.S., this was overturned and deemed unconstitutional, so you can have a, have them now. But um, okay. if we're going to let people have high-powered rifles, they should be allowed okay. to have nunchucks. Yeah. Okay, I see what this is. I see. Like, why is that? Because of kung fu movies? That feels racist. You know, I, I was like thinking like, you, you know, you can't have... Well, okay, for example, you can't drive with like a weapon in California with like a weapon that's bigger than like six inches or something like that. Really? Like a knife. A knife. Yeah, there's some laws about like the size of knives that you're able to carry. I can't remember what they are, but I think that... If you're like in a vehicle and you have, there's, I don't know, there's some laws about those kind of things, but I think, I don't know. I just don't feel like, ugh, I guess we have the right to, but I just don't feel like everybody should be care- walking around with ninja stars. But then I think that ninja Times stars, Square, <laughs> why did you what? say that? Nunchucks. <laughs> Are you nunchucks? Okay, okay, oh my God. Okay, okay. I was thinking ninja stars. I mean, but really, like, how different are they? I mean, that's true, but not a lot of people are. It's not like the demand is super high for nunchucks. Maybe we should get rid of the rifles and let everybody have nunchucks. And also now, like, because in my mind, I totally heard ninja stars. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that, those are really, really dangerous. We should definitely get rid of those. But. I now see that they're nunchucks, and in my experience with people and people who uh, think that they can use he- – emphasis on the think they can use nunchucks, yes. the people who are more, most likely injured with nunchucks True. are the ones using the nunchucks. Yeah, and they make great um, America's Funniest Home Videos clips, so maybe oh, more people should oh have them. I'm dying. This is so funny <laughs> because, like – it was so like out of the question with Ninja Stars, but now like I can really see them banning nunchucks, and I can just imagine those foam ones. Right. And then I'm thinking like Times Square is like the number one place where they sell those items. Oh, really? Well, I don't know. I feel like I see those in the store, like yeah. those little shops where they have find. all those. They're probably right next to the Ninja Stars. <laughs> Are you on cold medicine right now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> because you totally seem like it. You are hopped up. Oh my god, I did take Theraflu before. You make this. no sense. Oh god, this will be terrible. I love it so much. Oh god, you're. I did say this episode brought to you by Sudafed. <laughs> I should have been more specific. It's Theraflu. <laughs> The truth is, it's actually brought to you by ModCloth, and oh yay, that's way better. ModCloth is so great, and it is a new year. Get a new wardrobe going on. What about that idea? I showed Sarah the coat that I'm going to get. The it's so it's gorgeous. Beautiful. I love it. Oh, can't wait for you to wear it. It's that. a you can get cozy sweaters. You if you want to do a getaway, they also have the swimwear already available and waiting for you to dive in. Um, yeah, get a freshen up your wardrobe and they celebrate all women offer full range of sizes from double XS to four X. And, um, we just love how they have something for everybody and for every season and you can get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. Go to modcloth.com and enter promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on March 3rd, 2019. That's to get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. Go to modcloth.com and enter promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. I'll show you guys my code. I'll post it on Insta whenever I get it. I feel like they'll have really cute outfits that you can wear on like a Valentine's Day date. <gasps> if you're that's a like, great like idea. Sweaters with like cute hearts. Like they seem like oh my god, they do cute. have a lot of stuff like that. That's a great idea. I know it. Okay, now moving on. Moving on. What do you think about how in I think it's Montana, but I could be stereotyping. They mm-hmm. have something called a testicle festival. I know about that. Are you into it? Is it the one where they pull off the sheep's testicles when they are castrating them for... There's two things that this could be. Okay. It could be that, or it could be the mountain oysters. (laughs) Right, right, right. What are those from? I forget. I think Montana. Okay, so this is essentially like... I don't know how it began. I guess it was like a certain time of year they castrate, as you're saying. And yes. then they w- it was almost like a celebration of that time yeah. and not wasting any part of the animal so you could uh, eat them. Okay. Um, and then somebody decided to make a festival out of it and they make all these different kinds of balls and <laughs> have all different recipes and like you can try them different ways. They showed a picture of this sandwich that was like a deep fried ball and I think it had... Oh, so it's like combine a combination of two of the... Both of the things. That's what say. I'm thinking. Both of those sounded familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Would you, Have uh, you had a lot of balls or... I have had them before. On the show. I have had... And I've had some delicious, delicious balls. Wait, when? Delicious? Uh, with... Well, yes. They If they're cooked well, they're cooked really well. I It's at one of those Aspen food and wine kind of things. Wait, what animal like rocky, though? They call them Rocky Mountain Oysters. Um, I think from a, like a bull. Okay, bull testicle. These seem like small and dainty, like sheep ones. Yeah, they're all different ones that they offer. And I don't know what the range is in terms of taste, but this wasn't a rave review. This was an Esquire describing the festival. Oh, God. Okay, no, this is something very, that's like, 
totally different. And what that reminds me of is a documentary I saw a long time ago about female sheep herders or females who were in this business who did that, and they participated in some kind of ceremony where they would castrate them with their teeth. Oh, come on. Do you know about this? No. Was this in there? Oh, my God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out what this was because I swear to God I saw it on a Vice documentary where that's how they did They said they did, it was easiest and fastest to just do it like that. Sarah. I swear I saw this. What do you mean easiest what? and fastest? That, listen to me. T- using your teeth to yeah. cut something is almost never the easiest and fastest unless it's teeth. All I had to do was castrating sheep with, and Google gave me your teeth. Shut up. As a... As an answer. So sheep have very small balls. Yes. And maybe it hurts it's, less yeah. if you bite them off. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Oh, my God. What's it say? Except the, I, this, the Daily Mail said sheep herders who bit off lamb's testicles at special farming event hit by violent food poisoning bug. Yeah, serves you right. Yeah, of course. Of course. What did they think was going to happen? i the fact that it does happen. Is it some sort of weird, like, ritual thing? Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Would you do that for any amount of money? I don't think this is the United States. <sighs> zero. Absolutely zero. Suze, I couldn't kill anything bigger than, ooh, a fish. Fish is, like, where I draw the line. <laughs> and that's only because of its multiple offspring. <laughs> that's funny. Well, wait a minute. I want to know how they get in the position to do it without getting, like, stepped on and stuff. They're little, they're babies when they do it. I mean, they're little lambs. Oh, so they're laying down. No, they hold them. So like one, they have two, this is a two sheep herder job (laughs) where one will be holding it by the feet like a little baby, but like have both of the feet in its arms. And then the other one will come up behind, like next to them and grab the balls and just pop them in its mouth and rip them right off. Wow. This is a horrible, disgusting thing to discuss. I am beside myself. Well, I'm really, really driving home your point, proving the point that you made a few episodes back about how you can just bring up about any topic and I'll have something to share. Because this, this one is, may be my, some of my best work. Well, this is, <laughs> it's so true. This reminds me, though, of this terrible story I read about how there was a guy with his, he was in college and he was with his buddies, maybe high school, and the buddies dared him to eat a slug off the ground. And he ate Mm -hmm. it, and then it gave him some kind of parasite or something. And he, within not long, he was, like, unable to walk, catatonic state. Oh! And now he's dead seven years later. He lived for seven years, but then he eventually died from it. He died from eating a fucking slug? Yeah, on a dare. Sorry, Linda? A dare. Oh, my God. Isn't that terrible? You know what? These are the stories, these are the kind of things that, like, these are the bedtime stories parents need to tell their children. I do think about that. Like, how do you get your kid to have discernment when their brain's not fully formed yet? Well, I don't know, because I think about that, too. And my mom used to use stories like that, but I think it, she told me too many stories. <laughs> Why? What did it? What was the outcome? Because, I mean, I got story for, about every way you could possibly, like, sometimes I think she just made them up and she really didn't have friends, like... <laughs> that had parents who died this way. Like she told me to never, ever stick my head out of a car window, which makes really good sense. Yeah. Um, but because, and this was like a two part or a, a two in one lesson. One, always make sure the hood of your car is latched mm-hmm. and two, never stick your head out of a window. 
Um, so her friend's dad was driving and the hood flew up and he couldn't see. So he stuck his head out the window, oh hit a telephone pole and it decapitated him. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, that is some again, bad luck. Don't know if it's true. Don't know if it's true. Well, I did. I have heard about people that have stuck their head out and everything, but that yeah. seems like really terrible luck to have both your hood yeah. fly up like in Tommy Boy. <laughs> and, oh my and God. Then- Somebody did that to me as a prank <gasps> once when I was in high school, which was not a fucking prank. And I got in a car. I like Sarah. This is I didn't terrible. Get a, it was awful. It was like I t- high school was not a good time for me. But somebody <laughs> they did that. My car got fucked with a lot, and they flipped. They unlatched unlatched the hood. And then when I was driving home from party, it was like midnight, maybe even later. Thank God nobody was on the road. But my hood flew up. I can remember exactly where I was. It never went down the same. And uh, and I just hit the curb. And thank God I was like too young to be drinking or anything like that. No cops came. I was fine, but that's terrible. Like, Do you that know who did it? Me. I remember that I did know, and I remember yelling at him and saying, "You could have killed me." And he thought it was funny because of this story I was thinking about. <laughs> right. I was like, "You are lucky. I knew not to stick my head out the window." <laughs> that is awful. How did I never hear yeah. this story? Your life is so. Oh my eventful. god! I've got so many. Don't worry. There's there's more. <laughs> That is worries me about like is it a California school thing where kids are mean like that, Ugh. or do you think you just have bad? No, luck? I think I was just a weirdo. You were like asking for it. Yeah. Damn. I would have felt real I mean, bad I wasn't for like you asking for it, but you were an easy I, I target. Yeah, yeah, I was an easy target. I'm sorry that happened to you. Oh, thanks. I really am. That's awful. <laughs> I don't. I was even... like, I know what'll make me feel better: not hanging out with anybody and being by myself all the time and drawing. Oh, that's a smart move. <laughs> so. Well, I don't even know if I know how to put my hood up. Like, if I had to open it, I probably wouldn't know how. Oh, you what's do. is there a button or something? Well, there's sometimes there's a button, sometimes there's a little latch underneath. Well, that's the thing. I need a little bit of like, why can't they standardize that? Hmm. Every car you get in, it's like, wait, where is the thing? Even the gas yeah. tank situation. I hate that. Well, you know there's a trick for that. No, no. Like the when you just want to open the gas tank, sometimes oh, there's right, a whole right. shenanigan you have to go through. Yep. I really, Well, you know what? They don't need to do that because I have the kind that you just push open. And mine doesn't even have a cap, so you don't have to worry about losing it. So I know that they they're, the technology is there. Yeah, but like my, nan, my kid's nanny... She doesn't have any of those gadgets on hers either. And someone was stealing gas out of her tank. Like, oh my yeah. gosh, I didn't even think that that could be a problem. I never heard of it either. And then it okay. kept happening. And so we bought her this thing that makes your cap lock. So she has to unlock Dude, it with a key. Dude, that's, wow. Mm-hmm. There are different kind of people out there. I guess, like, if gas gets really expensive, that becomes more yes, common. Yes, absolutely. That is, that is, the, the, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Makes sense, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. But if you don't want to get in your car and go anywhere, then Stamps.com is a perfect solution. Um, yep. Because you can ship anything you want, letters, packages, any class of mail, from your desk, from your house, wherever you are. It brings all of the services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer. And then I just pop it in my mailbox. My mail carrier comes and gets it. 
and it saves me time. It saves me money. You get discounted postage rates that you can't even get at the post office, and it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. I use Stamps.com because it's convenient, it's easy, and reliable, and right now you can too enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. So start the new year off right, go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Brain Candy. That's Stamps.com and enter Brain Candy. Everything okay over there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I was listening intently. <laughs> no, I just heard Landon. Oh, I, like, I, I heard him too. I'm like, he's being so loud. And then I got distracted. I was like, man, he's talking loud. I wonder what he's... And I was like, what's, what's the ruckus? But I was like, is he talking to her? Is there a problem? That's what I thought for a second too. And then you're like, I'm like, no, he's just being loud. Oh, he's all worked up. All worked up. Who knows? Okay, if you had to name the worst movie ever made, would oh. <laughs> what would you say? Worst movie ever made. <sighs> I feel like there's a lot of movies I've walked out on. What? I have walked out. I walked out on Dumb and Dumber 2. Like the new Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumberer. Dumb and Dumberer. You walked out. It was that bad. I did. You know, I think it's one of those expectations and then reality. And so it was extra bad. Because I'm trying to think of, like, it's really easy for me to come up with the movies that have been my favorite recently because they're ones that I had zero expectations mm-hmm, of. Mm-hmm. So I think almost the reverse is probably true. Well, they did, like, a poll on Ooh, Ranker. And the worst movie, according to Ranker, was uh, Twilight. Oh, it's going to be some bad. What Twilight. Did you say? Oh, I knew it. I was like, it's going to be some bad love, like, you know, like, teeny bob drama i was like, shocked though drama. because so many people loved that book and movie no terrible as soon as i <laughs> heard about glittery vampires i was like i'm out this is dumb oh wow wait a sec they sparkle are you you're come they on. do come on yeah they have like they're like glittery or something okay like in the sunlight or there's some weird thing where they're like covered in glitter oh my god well th- i don't even know because i haven't seen it because that movie's crap well then there's a, it says, according to IMDb, the worst film that they have is called <laughs> Saving Christmas, which I had never heard of, and it has a 1.5 rating. And oh, no. It's, it's a movie starring Kirk Cameron. So you can <sighs> imagine it's all Jesus-y and terrible. Yes. And it says, yes. this movie is so utterly wretched, not only is its extinction or execution, but also its conception. Oh, not only in its execution, but also in its conception. That's that's terrible. Are we ranking all those Lifetime movies, the holiday movie, and maybe see Showtime movies in what? Uh-uh. Night? These are just the ones in the theater. Saving Christmas with Kirk Cameron made it to the <laughs> it theater? Did. Holy shit. Yeah, that wins. Oh, I'll, sh- I'll go ahead and let that take the cake. But, like, didn't a lot of people go to see Twilight? Yes, a bunch. Doesn't mean it was good. No, but, like, you would think after a minute... Seuss, didn't a bunch of people read Fifty Shades of Grey? Yes, but that's why I don't think it would be voted the worst ever, because so many people love it. Oh, I would vote it that. I would. I would vote it that. But I didn't read it or see it. I Well, I tried to read it. You didn't. And I think I tried to see Twilight. 
Therefore, I I'm the. I have authority. So when you this. walk out of these movies, do you demand a refund? No. Sometimes I just go sit in another movie. Oh, weird. But also, it's like the the Dumb and Dumber one. Dumber, so weird. <laughs> um, I should have known just after the name. I think Landon and I went to see it together, and we gave it a try, and we were like, "Oh, this is." It was like painful because it felt so like you could see Jim Carrey wasn't happy doing it. Really? Yeah. So it was more like I I felt like pain. It was like, ugh, can't watch. This. So do you think he just did it for the money? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You don't want to judge. I don't want to judge, you know. It just didn't work out. <laughs> Not the same way in the magical way that it used the to. The Theraflu makes you go from one extreme to the other, I think. Oh, that's great. That that <laughs> that makes for an excellent radio show. So, And you know what? I only drank half the cup, and I still have half the cup left, so I'm scared to know what will happen in about 15 minutes. <laughs> what flavor is that? Orange? No, it's like a, it's the daytime one, so it's like a honey lemon. Man. I hope I don't get yeah. sick. That's everyone's been sick. Oh my god, same. Everybody's been sick around me. I'm like the only person who hasn't been sick. So here we go. Yeah, not anymore. Ugh. Well, okay. Let me tell you a story about people who are sick. Um, yes. This was such a touching story that I read in Out.com um, mm-hmm. about this woman who, in the '80s during the AIDS epidemic when we didn't know enough about the illness and there weren't a lot, there weren't any treatments for it and things like that. It was basically a death sentence. Mm -hmm. This woman was um, spending a lot of time at the hospital because she had a friend who was sick with something else and noticed there was like a room with a guy in it who was dying and they had put like, I think some sort of red flag or something outside the door so that they, the nurses and everybody knew like this was not a safe area and they wouldn't let anybody go in. And like he had no visitors and he was, you know, obviously dying and she snuck in his room and spent time with him. And she called his mom and was like, you need to visit your son. And the mom was like, he's already dead to me because he's gay. And she said, if you don't come here, or no, I think she said, if you hang up the phone on me, I will run his obituary in your newspaper and say the cause of death, which I thought was so clever. So good, because all you're doing is being honest. Yeah, and so the woman didn't hang up, but she said, I'm not coming to see him because he's dead to me already. And so this woman decided that she was going to single-handedly take care of anyone that she knew of that had AIDS that had nobody Mm. to help them. And it was so beautiful. And, you know, a lot of times like she had to give, you know, try to get money to buy the medicine and all this stuff. And you really, even though that was not that long ago, it's like a lifetime in terms of how we see that um, disease and just the way we treat even uh, gay folks, but I mean, not that it's perfect, yeah. but at least it's not like that anymore. Right. And it was really just striking to I mean, read. They were like, looked like, like a leper. Yes. And I think about like the, even oh, when you just say so leper, sweet. I think about the, the Bible and the way that 
lepers were treated and how Jesus did the opposite. And Mm -hmm. like during this time in the eighties, I mean, it was people thought it was just punishment for their supposed sin. Isn't that crazy? Like it's not that long ago. It really isn't. And the craziest part is like, that's still happening. When I found out about um, Australia and their, like only recently, what? not Australia, ta- Tasmania? Is it Tasmania that recently uh, uh, made it so it's not illegal yeah, to be gay? Yes. Like that's that happened like in the 90s. Yeah, that's true. Like this is worldwide still happening in a lot of places. It's so sad how far behind, you know, it's just like people being people is... Yeah. And I mean, like I said, we still have a long way to go. It is so amazing. And she still runs a, uh, organization to help people like that, that are in need and things. But so she must've been kind of young when she did that. Yeah, she was, she was like maybe 30 or something. Okay, yeah. thirty year old. Because it's one thing if you're like, oh, she's retired. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, used to be a nurse. But could you imagine being no. any of our right now? Mm-hmm. Just being like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to de- dedicate my life to helping this person and this person. When home. she bought all of their burial plots, and wow. like for some of them, she's the only person that knows where they're buried because their family doesn't oh. know, care or whatever. Wow, isn't that bonkers? Yeah. But what a, when you read about people like that, you're like, okay, that's that's hope. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, what a good human. Yeah, I love that. I'm going to put that in the newsletter if you want to sign well, up. Well, and also she saw that everybody's worthy of care. Well, yeah. I mean, they're dying. Because everybody is. Yeah. It just seems so basic. But yeah. when you tap into people's fears, number one, and then also their fear about the afterlife where they might be going. And Mm -hmm. so they think, I don't know. It feels like projection and that the gay thing is such an easy target. If you happen to not be, it's like, Oh, well there's somebody that I'll call a sinner and that way. I don't have to look at my own. Oh, absolutely. Like even if you thought it was a sin, which I of course do not, but I'm like, Oh, okay. You're going to point the finger. Yeah. But she was brave and a hero, and I love stories like that. Yeah, that's a nice warm fuzzy. Yeah. So, you know, it's not all bad news. It's not all Hershey Kisses chopped up. No. Right. You know what you think is going to be a nice, lovely story. There, there was a story, by the way, that I was like, I got to see what Sarah thinks of this, of some dude that got in trouble for poaching deer. Which I don't understand why he got in trouble to begin with because usually like they're trying to control deer population and actually encourage, like in Western Pennsylvania, they encourage people to go hunting because the deers are everywhere and they have ticks and things like that. But anyway, he got in trouble for poaching deer and the judge put him in jail and said he had to watch Bambi at least once a month in jail. (gasps) Stop it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, judges! Are you into that? How do you feel about this? I mean, I'm not into it. I'm not into it either. It seems silly. Yeah, and like he doesn't care. Like it's it's a cartoon. He doesn't care. Yeah, that's not going to do it. And also, making him watch it every month is only going to, um, what's the word? 
desensitize him to the mm, sad, he won't even care. sadness of Bambi. <laughs> he won't care. Do you think that like when judges do shit like that, that it's just to get attention for themselves? Uh, to get attention? I don't, Oh God, that's a really tough one. I think sometimes maybe because I can imagine that there's like a narcissistic yeah. type that may be drawn to being a judge. Mm-hmm. Um, and Power being like hungry. And determine somebody else's fate. Yeah, okay. And, but sometimes I think judges are bored. What? With like the sentencing. Yeah. yeah. So they get quirky. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. We have, I, I love this theory because we have no reason to believe they're bored. None whatsoever. <laughs> this is like anecdotal and like what I've seen on TV. And, do they, you know, but you do hear stories like this where, and then uh, we had a, a woman who specializes in mediation come and speak at our school. And she talked a lot about judges and how, you know, the personalities of one versus another versus what this one will do. And sometimes they do stuff things like you're you know you gotta i don't know spend this much time together just in a room working it out and then come talk to me oh okay so maybe under certain circumstances they think well this will be more effective for this person and like if you're in that really boring like poaching deer i mean of course, if you're the deer, it was a big deal. But if you're, <laughs> you know, this is like the equivalent of like traffic court. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. This isn't like big time. So could you imagine all the, the stuff that comes through his desk every day? And he's like, okay, 100 hours community service, 100 hours community service, 100 hours community service. Yeah. You know what? 100 hours community service and you have to watch Bambi. <laughs> Right. I don't know. That's it. It feels to me like it diminishes the crime if you're having a sentence like that. Yeah, it does. I mean, I I would – I'm more of the – the I will be this kind of parent where I'm going to like sentence my child to uh, researching oh my and, God. and like writing a paper on whatever it is they messed up on. That's or, cruel. Or awful about. Like if I catch them whatever it is, oh, okay, well, I'm going to need – a eight-page paper on the dangers of underage drinking. <laughs> That's funny. Complete with photo evidence and at least 10 resources that are peer-reviewed. <laughs> You're the worst. I will be that parent, 100%. Well, I hope that next time we talk, you're in better spirits, and maybe that when the Theraflu wears off, you'll have different parenting tips. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I'll have a different memory of this whole episode. We'll see. This will be a fun one. All right, everybody. I have to tune in myself to hear what I talked about. That's right. It'll be a surprise party for you. I'll talk to you later, everybody. Bye. Bye.